We are back Yay. with another uh, week of The Bachelorette. Woo. We are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. As far as we know. And we're very excited to recap this episode. Um, my name's Ariel. I'm the daughter. I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. And we are, I'm pretty sure, just ready to dive in. Yeah. I don't I think can. I can't. Any Bachelor Nation news? Do, 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 do. I think we got it all last time. I, I can't think of anything new. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Then we'll just start with the episode. Isn't it weird, <clears throat> though, that we have Bachelor stuff to do at Christmas time? Yeah, it is weird. Because usually this is the really long gap is yeah. from, like, Bachelor in Paradise being over and... September or whatever. Yeah. But now it's opposite. I wonder if they're going to do... Because usually The Bachelorette's right after The Bachelor. So I wonder if they're going to do The Bachelorette back on its normal schedule. Oh, I think they will. Assuming things are semi-back to normal. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we'll see. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, We're less than a month away from Matt James's season premiere. I think it's on January 4th. And Mm -hmm. today's, what, January 6th or something? Or it's December 6th. Today. Yes, sorry. Yes. Um, it's all the same nowadays. <laughs> every day is like every other day, <laughs> without distinction from one another. <laughs> um. So, yeah, the episode. What? Where do we start? What? Well, Tasha is in her little suite, and she has a tray of croissants. Because she's preparing to meet with Jojo. And um, she tells Jojo when Jojo arrives that she's falling for multiple people. And Jojo's like all sage and like wise. Yeah, Jojo's like, I totally get what you're saying. Which I'm not sure she does. Because I know Jojo's the bachelorette. So she's been in this situation before. But it was pretty clear on JoJo's season from the from the get-go that she was going to pick Jordan. Right. Like I never ever questioned I've no, I haven't watched her season all the way through, but that is seems to be common knowledge, common bachelor like, lore. You know? There is no way that she was ever even considering anyone else. I don't think maybe considering early on, but I think she figured out pretty fast. Yeah. And she's so tiny. I didn't really realize how like little JoJo is. Yeah, I think it's because she carries herself very confidently right. and. But she, she basically, Jojo tells Tasha, don't, you know, don't think too hard about this. Don't second guess yourself, you know. And they have their brunch. And I feel like second guessing yourself is going to be something Tasha ends up doing a lot. I think she's going to. Yeah, event, yeah. I think it's toward the end she will, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Tasha, ha- I mean, Jojo hasn't taken over for Chris Harrison yet. He's still there. So Chris Harrison comes to the guys, and he says, this room is getting smaller and smaller. And I'm thinking, wait, shouldn't the room be getting bigger because there's fewer there's men? <laughs> I don't really get that, but okay. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, so there's going to be two one-on-ones this week and one group date. But he has to take his son to college. And that's where JoJo steps in. I bet Chris Harrison's son doesn't have to take out student loans. Probably not. But Man. it's nice that Chris... I like, you know, I like 
I like the narrative of Chris taking his son to college and all that. No, I like that too. I think that's really nice. Um, that hopefully he quarantined, but I I don't, something tells me he did (laughs) it. Well, here's what I, I mean, just because Taisha, when she was asked how long she quarantined, she was really evasive about that. I think, I think what, I think they are quarantining all these people that come in, but I think it's like really, it's like the minimum quarantine as possible. Like, you know, like a day, five days, maybe like, I don't know. I worry about that too. Yeah. Because totally based on Tasha just being totally evasive about, about it. Yeah. Well, it seemed like she, they brought her in basically that same day that Claire left mm-hmm. is what they made it look like. So I'm a little bit, or even a little bit before, you know, like when, um, what's his face bachelor producer guy said, Oh, when she said whatever she what, what did she say that made them she said um group date rose for me or that's right like that. that's right that's right and then the producers are like okay we gotta fix this this is not good mm-hmm. but yeah so chris harrison's just like all right i'm outie and um jojo swoops in and is like hi i'm your new chris harrison and but Chris Harrison does drop off the date card, I believe, and Ivan reads it. Riley really wants to have a one-on-one, um, and it's, I am looking for a man I can picture a future with, and it's with Zach. So she wants to have her one-on-one with Zach. And, yeah, so the PA, the production assistant, brings the suitcase out. Zach is 30. I wrote down he's 36. So for some reason I wrote that down. Um, um, yeah. So he's older. So I don't know I how relevant that is at this point. I think she's 29. I, I wrote it down. It was really yeah. relevant for me at the moment. So um, during the day, Tasha she runs out to meet Zach. She's wearing this little black romper thing. Um, I, I noticed this year, nobody, she's not doing the leg wrap around. Mm-hmm. So Tasha's like, not, she's eschewing that tradition, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Actually. Um, I think part of that also could be because she just seems very tall. Yeah. She looks like she's a tall person. She's a big so person. I, I mean, she's perfectly proportioned, but she's not a little tiny person, mm-hmm. as we observe when she was interacting with Jojo. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. But yeah, so her and Zach get ready for their date, and what their date's going to be is a wedding photo shoot. Yep. So they're going to dress up in wedding outfits. He puts on a tux, and she puts on a bunch of different types of dresses, and they do a photo shoot together. And at first she's excited, but once she starts having to put on the dresses, she starts to look a little bit nervous. So the wedding shoot thing, have we mentioned the photographer yet? I don't think so. He's amazing. He's like... Oh, yeah. What was his name? Did we know his name? I don't think... I didn't write it down. I feel bad about that. But he was just like... He was so fun to watch. He was so animated and clever and stuff. And he's like, oh, you know, this is your great, you know, opportunity to express your love. Mm -hmm. And he he had skinny legs. He's like, this is really cute. (laughs) Skinny legs. Um... So she's drawing on all these dresses. The first one she comes out in is like a full-on wedding gown. Such 
situation. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, and she looks so pretty. Oh, here's a quote I have for the from the photographer. Be authentic. This baby does not lie. His camera. His camera. <laughs> and she looks beautiful when she comes out. She well, yeah. she always looks beautiful, so it's not a surprise. But yeah. Um. And uh, what's his face? Zach looks Zach. really happy. Looks. Yeah, he's like just jazz but he's wearing these stupid shoes with his tux like they're like tennis shoes like sneakers i know i hate that that's the one thing about him that i really can't stand he's got dumb feet it's like grow up dude (laughs) you know buy normal shoes seriously like all these guys this these guys this season are the greatest guys i really like most of them but a wear your damn socks with your shoes (laughs) b wear real shoes when you're dressed up don't wear tennis shoes when you're dressed up it's just just don't i'm sorry maybe mm-hmm. i'm old-fashioned or whatever i'm sure there's time situations in which you would wear casual shoes with a fancy outfit but the bachelorette is not that situation <laughs> you know so i don't know that drives i me. mean that's my one defense, with he him. may he maybe didn't realize that he was going to need nice shoes well i think he wear. I have to go back and look. I think he actually changes into nicer shoes during parts of the photo shoot. But in general, he's always wearing his stupid tennis shoes with his nice yeah. suits. He yeah. looks great. I just, just, he like, looks grow up. All right. Yeah. He looks fine. Um, he looks like pre glow up Nick Fial. Mm hmm. And he sounds like him too. Yeah, he does. Um, Okay, but she's just nervous this whole time, mm-hmm. back to the what we were talking about. And um, he sort of picks up on that. He's, Zach picks up on her being mm-hmm. nervous, and he's like, I'm sure that this is a lot to think about for her. Like, she has to, she's thinking about mm-hmm. who she wants to marry and stuff. Yeah, he says he doesn't want her to do anything she's not comfortable doing. And then they, they deliberately decide they're going to have fun. They're going to they're gonna laugh and have yeah, fun. Yeah, so she tries on a bunch of different dresses. She tries on a short one at some point. She tries on a poofy one at some point. They're crazy. The, longer, the, the further it goes, the crazier they get, like, mm-hmm. outfit-wise. Yeah. Um, Zach's outfits get crazier, too. He gets more, like, embellished and embroidered and stuff. I didn't notice that, I don't think. Yeah, no, he's got, like, the sort of matador outfit on at one point. <laughs> but, I mean, he looks, they both look great, so. And uh, at some point, they jump in a trampoline, mm-hmm. and they take trampoline pictures, and it's whatever. That's that's the date. Then it goes to the nighttime part of the date. Well, Zach has an ITM at some point, I don't know if it's daytime or nighttime, where he says he's falling more than he's ever imagined. Uh, you know, he's oh, he's feeling more than he ever imagined he would during this process. Of I think he says that right in the in between, right? Uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, guys. I worked. Um, I started my shift at five thirty today. Um, five thirty ish. I left so. I'm feeling a little sleepy, <laughs> but I'm always I'm doing it, and, <laughs> I, and I have no excuse for it. And I apologize if I yawn. Um, oh, there is, a, there is a point between the daytime and the nighttime portion where they sit down in front of a really loud fountain that's, like, hard to hear them, but they tell each other they've been married before, so that's important. He's been, he was married for about a year, and she was married for about two years. Mm-hmm. So that's that's significant that mm-hmm. they are surprised about each other having been married before. Yeah, and then the night date comes along, and they're having dinner. Or well, not really, but they're like sitting there, 
And basically she's like, so you're older and I really like that you're like, I think she says something like, I really like that you've like, you have life experience. Like Mm -hmm. you've lived your life. She's basically saying that she likes that he's old. (laughs) And he's getting a husband edit for sure. Like a potential husband edit. Yeah. And their um, date, their like dinner date is really beautifully lit. It's it's really beautiful. Oh yeah. It was the prettiest set uh, Mm -hmm. for a, a dinner so far. But um, she's like, I really like this about you, um, but I've got to know, like, since you are older, like, why are you single and you're still old? Which is a reasonable question. Of course, yeah. And so he goes into his sort of, you know, story, and he says he grew up with an amazing family. Um, Immediately, almost after he graduated from college, he woke up one day feeling super dizzy, and he went to the doctor, and he had a brain tumor. Bum, bum, bum. Like, terrifying. He was 23 years old, and he had to have surgery the, basically the next day after he, the doctor told him, dude, you have a brain tumor. And he was, at this point, introduced to pain medication. And about the same time, he got married the first time. So this was a just perfect a storm of disaster, of, right? Yeah. And he, like a gentleman should, and like a cup, at least one other guy, um, I think it was Brendan, said he'd been married before. Both of them, you know, emphasized the fact that their ex-wives did nothing wrong. It was about, you know, their, their issues. And um, Zach started partying. Um, he got a, a DUI and his wife left. Mm-hmm. Um, so... He said the next, you know, many months were really scary and he often woke up thinking he might not make it till tomorrow. Um, eventually this, this whole trauma culminated in him stealing his father's checkbook and trying to get money out of the bank, um, you know, to buy drugs. Yeah, and, and the bank teller called up. The dad. The dad. And I was like, hey, just so you know this is happening, I think maybe you should maybe get help for your son. Can you show up, please? Yeah. And so dad shows up and, you know, says, son, we're going home. And Zach decided then and there it was time for him to go to rehab. You know, you have this understanding family and you've lost your wife and you're just in this terrible place. So that was the time he said, okay, this is really... It. Mm-hmm. Tasha so, asked, you know, did your family support you? That's like a continuing. She always asked that, which yeah. makes me really think that her family was not supportive of her. Right. That's why That's why I wanted to mention it. Because yeah. she always says, you know, how did your family react to that? So mm-hmm. that's, I always wonder, you know, what's happening in Tasha's family that yeah. makes her have that Worry question. about that, yeah. You know. Um. So, you know, Tasha says, thank you for opening up. You know, I, can, I could sense you had led a, a life. Point, we go back to the bros all hanging around, and they get their date cards, the group date card. Spencer, Ivan, Ed, um, Brendan, Riley, Damar, Bennett, Noah, Blake. They're going to express their self. So Easy is going to get the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So he's super excited. He's jazzed. And then they go back to the night, more nighttime part of the date. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, right. very quick. He sort of talks about his his 
facility that he works at and he helps mm-hmm. people and stuff. And he's just was like, it's just my whole life. It's so important to me. Yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, I guess, you know, he started as an inmate, uh, like, um, whatever, not an inmate, like a patient, a patient. In this it facility. Be, yeah. Now, it's a medical thing. And now he's one of the board of directors. So he's really risen through the ranks. Mm-hmm. And Tasha says, your story is what makes you special. And I think you're incredible. And then they I'm make just, out a bunch. Yeah. I'm not sure. I just have a little feeling about I'm him. a little bit iffy. At first, I really liked him. Me too. They seemed, they seemed to get along really, really well. Me too. I'm a little bit hesitant now i and i can't tell you what it is about him that's making me hesitant i really just don't i can't either it's just there's something about i him feel like he's holding smart i think I think and it doesn't have anything to do with the drug stuff there's just something about him mm-hmm. and i think there's um i think there's maybe part of it i think is maybe because he's a little bit older and it's like it's not like a huge age difference but it's like significant enough where it's kind of like it feels that feels a little bit iffy and then, like, um, I don't know. All the other guys, especially in this episode we see, are just so, so open and so honest with Tasha. Whereas he, he's starting to open up a little bit, but he still doesn't, he still seems pretty reserved. Like, and the stuff that he's sharing is stuff that in his profession he has to share with people all the time anyways. Yeah. I just so don't it know. doesn't seem like I as intimate. Yeah, I can't pinpoint it myself. But we forgot an important part. The end of their night date. She she gives him the rose. Mm-hmm. That's important. And the end of their night date, they go on a Ferris wheel. They've built up a Ferris wheel. Oh yeah, and, and she's terrified. And she's ter- in the yeah in the after credit scene thing. She's terrified of it. <laughs> but while they're up, you know, before then, the the scenes they show us are they're real giggly and cuddly and cute. Yeah, and it seems th- those moments seem really authentic. Yeah, absolutely. That's just what I was gonna say too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about Zach. I just have this weird, this tiny little nagging thing about him. In general, I really like him, and she totally likes him. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Um, I think my thing is that I just don't like him as much as the other, as I like the other guys. Like However, Ivan. it seems like she likes him more than, maybe not more, but he's like at the top of the list. Whereas yeah. I think that there are a lot of other guys there that are I sort of better like, than him. I like her better with Ivan and Brendan. I love her with Brendan. Uh-huh. And Ben, too. I love... And Ben, too. I think Ben... Well, Zach's right up there. But I just feel like, I don't know, there's something more genuine about those other three guys. Zach seems just a little bit, and maybe more like jaded or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little less, I don't know. And I feel bad saying that because I I, I wonder, I, I hope that I'm not being like, influenced by his past to think that I'm trying not to be I don't I'm not so I don't think that I'm being influenced by his past but I think I may be being influenced by how similar I think he is to Nick Vial and so I think that I see him and I'm like oh he's probably really like cynical cynical and probably a little bit jaded about everything and like maybe a little bit pessimistic yeah all those those are good good adjectives for him yeah thanks yeah but um i i don't dislike him and i obviously she thinks he's awesome so i guess and it's interesting because wasn't 
when she was first, I think it was maybe around the time of Paradise or something. I don't know. She met Nick, I think, shortly after one of the seasons she was on. And I think it was her. And I think Nick was making it sound like he wanted to ask her out. And then she was like, no, I'm not interested. I don't remember any of that. Maybe maybe I'm not remembering this correctly. I believe there was someone that shot Nick down, and I believe it was Tasha, hmm. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't Take that with a grain of salt. Well, Kelly and Nick were... Oh, no, that's right. It was Kelly. Never mind. I was thinking... Never mind. All right. And honestly, if I was Kelly, I would have been more interested in Nick than... Peter, but that's something. Yeah, me too. That's a whole other thing. Me too. <laughs> All right. And so now it's the group date, which just, I... Oh, just, just to be clear, I really like Nick and I really like Zach. I'm just not sure about how often, how ready they are for... How, yeah, how right for Tasha's Zach right. is. I, yeah, I Or agree. how ready Nick is for basically anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but I like them both very much. I think they're both very smart. Yeah. Um, so, it's but yeah, group date. Time for the group date. Um, the, it's weird this season. I don't know if it's the heat in Palm Springs in the summer or what, but the, they're... You know, they're not running to her this time. They're just kind of sluggishly walking along. And Tasha's like, get over here. Come on. And they start to sort of jog a little bit. It's just so not your normal bachelorette. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of like, oh, stay. Don't get it. Yeah. Um, she says and- she's going to put them in an awkward situation and see how they handle it. Oh, like, that's different than any other. Any other. Day. Yeah. yeah. And... They're going to be painting some nude models. Mm-hmm. Boop, boop. Um, well, they, yeah, they not go Not painting, at, drawing, I guess. What? Yeah. So they go in and they see these nude models standing there and they're like, oh, dear, oh, mom, we got to get naked. Oh, no. Ivan's like, I, I don't really want to be naked on national TV. Blake is like, this will be the third time I've got to, I've had to get naked. <laughs> And I think, um, was it Damar? I think he also said something. Well, the lady that's in charge of the date, her name's Natalia, I believe. And she's, I like her. I think judging from the kind of product she gets out of these men, that she's probably a really, really great teacher. <laughs> we don't really see what she's doing, but it, it ends up being a really great date in the long run and they they actually really produce some interesting art so yeah uh, cheers to natalia (laughs) so um and then i think that yeah she says we're gonna be doing art today Mm -hmm. and then i think damar at that point says oh thank god (laughs) (laughs) so they all have to take a seat and draw these naked people um taisha picks out a seat and Noah's uh, Noah's sitting there on the seat she picks out. Noah's kind of already kind of getting ready to sit there. And, and then Bennett <laughs> walks on over and he says, hey, um, they want me to sit here. I think this is my seat, buddy. Yeah. He's like, Bennett really? Was- and he's like, yeah, they told me I need to sit here. <laughs> and he's like, for real? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And Which, who knows? They maybe did just maybe to get this result. Who knows? And... Um, then he's like, okay, he's like, I think your seat's somewhere over there. It's assigned seats for this. And he's like, <laughs> okay. 
And so he leaves, and then he sneaks his way next to Tasha, and she's like, oh, hey. He's resourceful, for sure. Yeah. Ivan says, we all, we all can't draw whatsoever. And he's right. Their drawings are really bad. <laughs> but they are better than I thought they were going to be. Mm-hmm. I, oh, well, the drawings of the naked people yeah. are pretty bad. I mean, they, they really, really uh, ramp it up after that. But they're like little stick figure drawings. Of people I didn't sort think of there was. To... There are a couple that were okay. Like yeah, one obviously of them had, they weren't great. One of them had a really obvious phallic symbol that <laughs> the other ones didn't have. That's probably was, Blake. I don't that know. Was, yeah, it must have been Blake. Because <laughs> apparently, we learned in this episode, all Blake does is talk about sex, sex, and like penises and stuff, <laughs> which is <laughs> really weird. <laughs> So, after the drawing part, which was pretty meh, it's time to sculpt. Woohoo! But they have to, the deal is they have to sculpt with blindfolds on. And they have to sculpt something that reflects their journey with Tasha so far, which is, that's where things really fall apart. But, um, so they've got their blindfolds on. Unfortunately, Bennett decides to kiss her with the blindfold stuff. And the other guys can't see because they're all blindfolded. Mm-hmm. And they're taking some of them are taking this very seriously. Yeah. they're like, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make some good art. Yeah, like some of them like like, like Ben, like Ben and um, Brendan. Maybe. Brendan was really doing it. Really, Brendan, I lo- he was great on this date. I love Brendan. <laughs> but yeah, Bennett goes in for a kiss with Tasha, and she's like, Oh my god, you're so bad. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But she, it's clear she's a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Somebody at this point says, oh, that's Fifty Shades of Clay, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, so Spencer, so we get to, they take their blindfolds off and we get to see what they've sculpted. Spencer sculpted a pizza. Okay. <laughs> that's, it's a good looking pizza, I suppose. Um, ben sculpted like an infinity symbol, like mm-hmm. a little sideways eight. Yeah. I thought that was sweet. I thought that was cute, too. And easy. <laughs> Brendan sculpted... I can't even read my... Um, it says brownie on my notes, but I don't think that's right. Blake. Blake. Do you remember what Blake sculpted? He sculpted a penis. Yes, he did. And they blacked it out. Yeah. And he was all proud of it. And then everyone was like, oh, my God, this is so awkward. <laughs> and Spencer has a little ITM on the side that says, this is this surprises no one. <laughs> that Blake sculpted a penis surprises absolutely no one. He's all about this kind of stuff. So apparently he's very immature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Noah sculpts breakfast in bed for her, which is sort of like, Get an original idea because you just did the breakfast in bed thing a couple of <laughs> Bennett sculpts all their homes they will have. He's like, I didn't have enough clay for the France Chateau. But... Or the Malibu Mansion. <laughs> He's sculpting all these fabulous homes they live in. Which is a little bit annoying to, to flaunt your, your money like that. Yeah, but it's also a little bit clever. It's better mm-hmm. than a pizza. Yeah. So uh, next it's time for the self-portrait, I believe. Okay, yeah. And whoever opens up the most will get extra time with Tasha. Mm-hmm. They have to be vulnerable and walls down and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. 
so they're, they're all doing their thing and they're really ready to like open up and do their thing. And who's the first one to share theirs? Um, Noah. Noah has it's, some. Oh, his is like a yin yang, a yin and yang thing. Yeah. And he's like, I'm like, got the, I still, even when I'm good, I still got a little bit of the dark going on, you know? And Tasha's like, I really like how you embody the darkness that you have in yourself or something yeah. dumb like that. I don't even remember any of that. All I wrote down was yin yang. So. Yeah. She was like, She's like, thanks for being honest. I really like that you embodied that darkness that, that like, I that think, you know that you're aware that you have. And it's like, I think my brain just doesn't have any patience for Noah, so I don't remember any. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stand him. Uh, Brendan's next. It's cute. Oh, I like Brendan. He's built this little, and they, they're working within multiple mediums, which I think is cool. Yeah. So Brendan's built this frame, just this empty frame, and he holds it in front of himself, like, this is me. And then and like, he's like, this is what you're going to get. This is like, everything you're going to get. Yeah, portrait style. And then yeah. he moves it to landscape mode. And he <laughs> basically says, you know, but... I, you know, I can't really... My photo's not complete. Without I, my partner. Yeah, yeah. Without a, a partner for the future. Blah, blah, blah. It was really cute. It, it was, was smooth. super cute. <laughs> um, and she's, she seems impressed. Mm-hmm. Bennett does this funny little needlepoint thing. And he's basically it's saying... Heart. It's a heart. And he's basically saying that he did not grow up privileged. You know, he's very fortunate to be in the position he is now but he didn't grow up that way um ivan has this little puzzle piece yeah it's a puzzle and it's got all the things um that make his white or make his life what it is and he's but he's missing a piece in the missing a piece and it's a wife or something like that Mm -hmm. love something something corny like that and he says his biggest fear is his dad will die before the last puzzle piece is complete, which is sad. Mm-hmm. And he wants that last puzzle piece to be Tasha, and that last piece to be his wife, kids, and the future. Yeah, because as we remember, um, Owen's dad's old, like really old. Yeah, 70-something, mm-hmm. 80-something, I don't know, whatever. Um, Blake um, has this thing about turtle doves who mate for life. Um, it's a painting he paints a picture of a turtle dove and he's like yeah they mate for life and they're just uh, searching for their partner all over and I just want to find my partner Um, I wrote something about cops at his house and he doesn't want that for his kids in the future I guess maybe he had some domestic issues I don't remember anything like that I don't remember him talking about anything like that Riley's up next Um, Riley's is really his his Painting or his, like art was meh, but his story was really great mm-hmm. about how he got a call from his mom when he was in his early 20s or something about, you know, what's important to him. And he said he wants quality time with his family and his wife. And his mom was like, what kind of kid your age says that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just. That's what he was like. Well, someone that didn't have that growing up. Like, I want that because I never had that. I want that because I never had that. It was really a tear. It was really a heart. It was really sweet. And then my favorite part, maybe in this whole episode, but definitely this date, was at the end of all of them sharing their stuff. Brendan leans over from his table to speak to Riley. He's like, Thanks a lot for sharing that, Riley. That was really sweet, dude. Like, 
thank you for sharing. That was that was good. Most of and I guys, was like, oh my god. I know. Most of these guys are really solid, and I think <laughs> I think part of it's because their shared trauma of the whole Claire thing. You know, they quarantined, they did all this stuff, and then Claire just didn't want any of them. <laughs> and, and like, they're I just love these guys. Most of these guys are really solid, good guys. Yeah, and I love that. Brett and right at the top of the heap. Yeah. They're all, and Riley's great. They're all just really good guys. Mm-hmm. Um, ben is last. Ben is last. And he looks shy. His story was also really like, oh, my heart. Um, at first he comes out, with, he, well, he leaves really quick and he puts his robe on. Like, right. He puts a robe on. Um, he sort of holds up a picture of like himself with a heart or something, if I remember correctly. And then he says, hang on. And he, like Ariel said, he leaves, comes back with a robe um, and he shares um, a little bit. He's like, I just want you to have me. Like, this is all of me. Yeah. He takes his robe off. And at first I'm like, oh, man, this is, I don't know if this is a good move to be completely naked in front of, in front of Tasha. He kind of covers up his, you know, stuff. Yeah. And with his hand. But he's like, I will give you... You know, my physical body and all that's inside. Yeah. And she, and she seems to like what she sees. She so. cries. You know, she yeah. cries. after the date, she, yeah, all the, you know, every after everybody's done, she's just crying her eyes out. She's like, it's a lot, which is kind of her catchphrase. It's a lot. You know, this is what happens when you start dating real men. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, it's heartbreaking. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't somebody as amazing as Tasha have, you know, why hasn't she been able to find decent Well, let's guys? remember that she was one of the, one of the people involved with the stagecoach Blake situation. Well, she didn't get with Blake, though. No, but she they made out there. and stuff. Oh, no, yeah, yeah he was hitting on her the last night, but she didn't stay, like, mm. over with him. But, <laughs> yeah. well, she's very believable in the aftermath of this date, the, you know, talking about how raw and vulnerable they all were. And you're changing me so much. And, yeah, I just want to hang out with all of you. So that leads us to the night date. Mm-hmm. She's got this beautiful black dress. It's like this under boob dress, right? Mm-hmm. Her fashion's way good in this episode. Um, And she sits down with all of them. And I believe who takes her first? Riley, I believe, opens up. Um, he says it's really hard for me to to the to the in the ITM to the camera. He says it's really hard for me to open up. I have a really hard time doing that. I have to really trust somebody in order to do that. But I'm really starting to trust Tasha, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I and I believe that sometimes I believe that too, when I'm... these guys say stuff like that on these shows, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like um, you're a little less. I think Riley's the real deal. Mm-hmm. I think he's authentic. He's super smart. Um, I think he's, I mean, he's not perfect. He's had a couple little, like, immature, angry-type moments. Yeah, he can get angry. I don't think he, he tries to cover his anger when he's feeling right. a little bit pissed. Right. However, I, he doesn't deal with it in a negative way, right. I don't think. But he's, he seems like an, a solid dude, you know, an authentic, you know, I don't feel like he's trying to be anything he's not yeah so he talks about his parents divorce um when his parents got divorced he was with his dad and he was really young so he had he believed the bad things that his dad said about his mom 
because, you know, he was young. What else? He didn't know anything different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but it seems like not too long ago she reached out to him when he was a little older. And he was stubborn at first. He was not open at first. But now they're really solid and they're mm-hmm. they're close. So it sounds like he's really had a lot of life experience and relationship experience that makes him somewhat more mature than some of these other guys. Yeah. Um, especially the, you know, the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, when they, when he leaves his time with Tasha, he's super sweet. He, you know, he looks her in the eye and says how, what a lovely person she is and how amazing she is. And, um, she says she really likes the way this is going. This relationship with Riley is going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Ivan's next. They get very little airtime. She says she liked this puzzle piece. Um, she says in an ITM between guys, she feels like she's finally breaking through and really getting to know these guys. Brendan's next with her. He says he wanted to bring her up with him for the little frame thing, but he didn't want it to be awkward. They make out. Mm -hmm. Cut to Zach and easy back at the house. They weren't on the group date. Mm hmm. Easy's all super excited for his date. Yeah, he's like, he's super excited. He's like, "Oh, I can't wait! I'm so excited!" And then um, he says, "He says, I hope that I hope that this is the most romantic date in Bachelor in history." And Zach goes, "Well, I hope I can't say I hope for the same. Like, I don't think I want it to be the whole, most romantic date in Bachelor in history." But he says, "He says I can honestly say I'm excited for you, but I can't honestly say that I hope it's the most romantic." Date. <laughs> but he's so excited. He's so excited. um so i guess his date card says i hope you aren't scared of falling in love and easy says he's not afraid of anything back to the group date um i think she talks to ben now right um let's see um oh the bros are talking before we get back to tasha and bennett Uh. this is where bennett and noah's feud continues then it says he really didn't get a chance to talk with Tasha at the last rose ceremony and neither did like half of us thanks to young noah <laughs> and noah's getting really fed up with bennett he's like you know all your chirping is really starting to irritate me and you know i can only deal with so much then back to ben and Tasha. um yeah and ben is talking to her and he Opens up about his eating disorders. He says, the life I live is different than you might assume. The reason I'm in fitness is my career is because I had an eating disorder for 10 years. And I kept it from everybody. The only person that knew about it was my sister. And she saved my life. Was he bulimic? Yeah, he said bulimia. Yeah, bulimia comes in different forms. I know a little bit about this. Um... And bulimia can be making yourself throw up. It can be making yourself exercise to a dangerous, dangerous extent. Um, and there's a, there's a weird little subset. I don't know what Ben's situation was, but there's a weird little subset of bulimics that think, oh, making yourself throw up is gross and that's cheating. You just have to exercise your ass off and like not eat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where he fell in. Some, some are a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know exactly what his situation was, but the fact that he admits, and he's super fit now, and, but I can also see where he looks like he would have been a chubby boy, right? Because he's just sort of, 
fleshy in his face and stuff, right? And he, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't see that. However, um, well, he says when I was fifteen, I discovered girls, and they didn't like the fat boy. Mm-hmm. So at some point, he must have been a little chubby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, I think it was a really important moment. I think there's, they're having a lot of really real Mm -hmm. and important discussions this season on the Bachelorette between from the Black Lives Matter discussion Mm -hmm. last week with Ivan and the addiction discussion Mm -hmm. with Zach, even Mm -hmm. though we're a little iffy on Zach, that was an important discussion. Oh, for sure. Um, and I like Zach. And to portray these things as, yeah, to portray these things as. Like not normal, but Mainstream. as 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 yeah. issues that yeah people experience, and you just have to like I don't know. Some people talk about addicts and try to like criminalize them and make them seem like they're mm-hmm. bad people. When it's a health issue, it's not anything besides just like so, so, it's something that needs legitimate medical help. It's not well, a yeah. Crime. And, and then with Ivan and Tasha, their Black Lives Matter conversation that was between two black people, so that gave yeah. us an opportunity to really see what things are like from mm-hmm. their point of view. And two, it was from two black people who are from two very different parts of the mm-hmm. country, and stuff yeah. too. Um, and this, I think they, the different parts of the country, experience uh, different sorts of racism. Right. Like it's everywhere, but it's. It seems like there's different experiences with it in different yeah, places. However, exactly. it is everywhere. And a guy with an eating disorder, how rare is that? I mean, well, it, it may not be rare, but you never hear people talk right. about it. And you never so, hear, like, and whenever guys do try to open up, in general, whenever men try to open up and with their, not just their feelings, but about any, anything really, and they don't put off this super masculine persona type of thing, it's. I don't know. There's lots of toxic masculinity that I think is portrayed in media that it's, it's difficult for people to sort of overcome. Um, right. And that sort of covers up any opportunity that men may have to open up about stuff like this. And so I think the fact that Ben's talking openly about his eating disorder is really good because it's making everyone aware that anybody can experience eating right. disorder. Right. And it's okay to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know who George Carlin is, right? Uh, yeah, he's a great, amazing comedian. He's dead now, 15 years probably. But he had a thing about eating disorders and anorexia in particular, I think was his little shtick. And, you know, it's a rich bitch disease. Like, you know, you just have, you know, anybody who has this disease, it's not even worth talking about. You're just a rich bitch who can, you know, uh, you're just whining and crying about it. And that's not what it is. No, that's not what it is. Eating disorders in general, at least for women, I don't really know too much about men, they're a way when your life is spiraling out of control to take control of something. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, it's not, other people think it's selfish, like like you're doing self-harm to yourself to get attention, but that's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's about trying to control your life because you can you you can control this one thing about your life what you eat mm-hmm. and when you feel like you can't control anything else and so that's just my two cents yeah um but yeah it was a solid talk and oh, he's a sweetie boy. I, just I know him. it made me just love him even more i keep going back and forth between who my favorites for Tasha are so many are great like i don't know why yeah, I, like, I like blake but i don't know why he's still here 
Yeah, before this, I was like, oh, yeah, Brendan, Brendan's number one, or sometimes it'll be Ivan's the number one. Right. It's got to be the one she picks. Right. And, and then, then sometimes Jack. it's, yeah, and sometimes I'm like, oh, and man, it's no, ben. it's got to be Ben. I mean, it's, I can't pick. <laughs> I don't think it's, she's really liking Riley, but I don't think it's going to be him. I just think he's awesome. I think though. they're going to be friends for a long time, though. Damar, um... I don't. I really like Demar, but I yeah, don't but think she, I don't. He's think not for her. Yeah, but I really like him too. So I really yeah. like all of them. But you know, you're right. There's only two or three that feel like they're really a good fit for her. Mm-hmm. Time to go out the date, Rose. Um, Tasha has this habit um, of doing sort of these honorable mentions before she gives the date, Rose, out, which I think is I think is cool. But as the guy is sitting there in the chairs, maybe it's not that cool. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't quite good enough. I think it's cool, though, because she's acknowledging. She's like, I really appreciate that you did this. And I don't want you to think that because I'm not giving you the rose that I didn't didn't see see you you. and I didn't appreciate you. Yeah, exactly. So the honorable mentions of the night are Riley and Brendan. But Ben is the one who gets the rose. You showed up. I which see you, so and I appreciate nice. you. Which is says. so nice. And he that makes him happy. And he's and, and <laughs> poor guy's been struggling I on know, group dates so for weeks. Much. And he <laughs> says when he gets the rose in his ITM, he says, "I can one hundred percent say that that rose meant more to me than anyone <laughs> at that table." And I, I think I agree with him yeah. because that's a that's a really tough thing scary to, thing to own up to. Yeah, and know? I'm sure there's a different level. I mean. <laughs> It's it's a scary thing, I'm sure, for anyone to talk about. But because of it's that added layer of the, uh, I don't know, being a man and right. being, you know. That's a super told vulnerable you can't talk thing about that. for a man to be able to talk about. There's even, like, a, more risk for him. Not right. more risk, but a different type of risk that can right. be a little bit nerve-wracking. Well, and he's, I mean, he, he, he risks being stereotyped as this super vulnerable I don't know what the right word is I want to call him like girly or pussy or anything but he risks you know that's what he's risking right he's not those things yeah no he I think he he's he is um used to experiencing toxic masculinity that would keep him from expressing that side of himself right he wants to express that side of himself but we are starting to progress in society and be like no like Talk about talk, these dude, things. Right. Like, like, talk about whatever you want. Talk about your feelings. Well, you said it better than I your do. Your experiences. But I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Before the date's over, Tasha dun, 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 calls out Noah and Bennett and says, you know, something's going on between you two, and I am going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> and um, then it's the one-on-one with easy right um there's a little bit stuff that happens before that we we do the bennett and um noah thing a little bit um ivan and spencer both have commentary about bennett um spencer says bennett talks down to everybody um ivan's notes they could both go home bennett says i'm on the bachelorette not the babysitter um and they talk about maturity and that age doesn't determine how mature you are and i wrote down that you know i think damar is about the same age as noah but nobody's bashing on damar mm-hmm. you know i i think that's because damar is. carries himself right i think noah probably is the most immature seeming of the group that doesn't mean yeah that 
he's not for Tasha, although I don't think he I is. I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote, the next morning, speaking of immature, Blake, Noah, and Spencer are hanging out. And they go on and on about Blake's clay penis. <laughs> <laughs> I said, maybe Bennett is right about um, their maturity level. Um, anyways, Easy's getting ready for his date. He feels like he's known Tasha forever. He's super excited. She likes him and her aside, she says, because he makes her laugh. But she doesn't feel romantic toward him, and she's hoping to change that tonight. So what they're going to do on their date is a ghost tour. Uh, she wants to hear him scream like a little girl. <laughs> and to that effort, she sneaks up on him in the dark. And she has, like, this ghost hunter backpack going, yeah. going on. And, and she scares the crap out of him when she sneaks up on him. He's yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah, the bat, and she's got... The, of like a big light, a thermo reader. They're going to look for like warm or cold spaces. Ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. And she's got like a... Um, she's got a book that's got the history of this right. ghost that lives at the... And Matt. Hotel. And- so apparently this guy named William Morgan haunts the place. Um, she sa- she starts to talk about William Morgan. And Easy says, who? And she says, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So they're already off to a little bit of a skepticism about this whole thing. <laughs> Apparently in 1917, this William Morgan fellow met and fell in love with someone named Carol Eugene or Eugenie or something like that. She gets pregnant a few months later, but she and the baby giant die in childbirth. And he goes, he went mad. Um, and they roam the grounds today. And... Uh, his they start with his the spot he died in, which is right near room one twenty. And he's like, "Oh, that's right there." He's like, "Are we gonna go look at it?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. we're gonna go look at yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> so they go and there's sheets all over the furniture, and there's noises. They're scared by the noises. There's a little doll, like a scary looking doll, on a rocking chair, and they've got their flashlight. And the doll at some point makes a noise. They're like, "Ah!" <laughs> and they run out. Uh, then they're told to go to the tennis courts. That's where the Carol, the woman's grave is. People have heard whimpering sounds of a crying woman. And on their way, they both agree that this is a cute-ass date. This is cute. <laughs> yeah. But once they get there, they're, like, terrified. And they're like, yeah, I heard somebody <laughs> crying. I'm running away. <laughs> then they go to the library where Mor- Mr. Morgan's spirit is the strongest. And it's like freezing when they go in there. <laughs> they hear breathing and then there's like a bunch of pictures, like old timey scary pictures around the place. One of them, I-, I can't really tell what's happening, but one of them seems to jolt or fall or move in some manner. And that was the end. That's f- Tasha's done. Yeah. She like runs out screaming and then Easy's <laughs> behind her going, Tasha, wait, where are you? Come back. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it's very cute. It's very entertaining. I think that sounds like a fun date. Yeah. It looked really fun. It's time for their dinner portion of the date. However, I will say that if she was hoping to make something Feel more romantic advance, with someone. Yeah. Advance a romantic connection with someone. This was not a good right. date to do that. So she did say, I want to see if we can get romantic. And then she picked a date that wasn't going to help with that at all. Not much, yeah. 
something, a date like that would be more like, well, well, they can't travel right now, but exploring a foreign city or mm-hmm. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, night date comes. She's wearing this. Oh, she looks so pretty. This green dress. And she, the straps are. It's like a lime green. Yeah. Like, it's like really bright. Yeah. And the straps are like gold chains. She just looks Yeah. Gorgeous. She looks stunning. I, I don't As think usual. anyone else could have worn that. And made it look good. With the same amount of chutzpah. Yeah, yeah sure. it was so pretty. So. Um, but they go and have their little nighttime part. I mean, I guess it's all a nighttime date, but they do the, the dinner part of it. Yeah. In his ITM beforehand, Easy says he's going to tell her how he feels. He doesn't want to risk, you know, it's scary telling her I'm falling in love with her, but I don't want to risk leaving any words unsaid. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, a I don't know. I can't decide if it's a good or bad strategy. Um, ultimately, it will fare bad for him. But Bachelorette in general, I don't know if it's a good or bad strategy. Um, he They talk about how cute the date was again. He says, I love how you, like, touch my muscles during the time, you know. And um, he's like, let me tell you about love. We've got to return that energy. You have a certain energy, I return that energy. And that was the most great, you know, it was a great date. Mm-hmm. And so he's testing the waters about using the L word. And he says, it's real for me. You know, I want to be macho, but at the same time, I honestly feel like I'm falling in love with you. Bad move. Her face. I think he would have gotten, if he didn't say that, I think he probably would have gotten the rose, the rose yeah. and stayed for maybe A another week. Yeah. yeah. Um, but her face was just like, oh. Yeah. And she was like, mean, well, meanwhile, we go back to the bros all sitting around. And oh, yeah. And they're like, I feel really good about this. Like, not good, but they're like, Easy's my- the best. Like, we all yeah. love Easy. He's they like- have such a natural chemistry. Right, exactly. My money's on Easy, a couple of them say. My money's on him, you know, getting the rose. Yeah. And he's got the most natural chemistry with her so far. And we, they just, we all love him. He'll come back. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I know. So back to the date. Tasha says she appreciates his vulnerability and honesty. He's a solid, good man, but she can't give him the rose because she's just not there yet. And mm-hmm. it would be worse if she had to send him home on a group date and she wasn't able to tell him how great he is. Which is nice. I think that's a nice. It was thing. very well done. Mm-hmm. But his face. Yeah, he was very sad. And then he's, she's like, can I walk you out? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And then on their way out, he's like, Tasha, are you for real? Is this, is this for real? real? And she's like, <laughs> and it was yeah. so sad. Is this real? Yeah. And she's, he says, are you sure? And she says, I am. Yeah, the are you sure bit, I mean, it's not as, there are some people that have, that have said it, and I'm like, mm, that's a little pushy. But this time it really felt more like a, whereas in the past it's been like, are you sure you want to do yeah. that? This time it was like, oh, are you sure? Oh, darn. You know, he's like, okay, oh, he's like, oh, I misread this. <laughs> yeah, and his her answer is really sweet too. She's like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm so sorry, easy. I don't like hurting anybody's feelings. Yeah, I almost wonder because around this time probably Obviously, would have been the time. I don't know. There's that one allegation against him. Um, yeah, maybe that would have come out an assault. At this point. And maybe they found out about that, and even though they didn't have any sort of concrete thing to. To support it, they I, were like, maybe we should bite this in the butt before it gets too big. Maybe. And push her. 
I don't know. I'm sort of make that decision. I just have a hard time believing that allegation. You never know, but you yeah, just, that's the thing. You never know. But so far, the only place I've read, I've heard anything about it is like a Reddit post. Yeah, one person on a Reddit post. So, so I'm not I, wanting to believe it. Obviously, taking it with a grain of salt. However, if anything does come out, then like obviously we'll quit standing. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But, but at this point, I don't know. He's just. Like every all the guys in the house love him. She thinks he's a solid stand-up guy. Makes her laugh. And this whole time, he's been very respectful mm-hmm. to her. And he's been respectful to the other guys in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget who it was that he was talking to. That he was like, "Dude, you know, you just need to own it, and you just need to." I forget. Maybe it was. It was Dale, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. It was like, dude, just you know, you're pissing off the guys in the house. Just, mm-hmm. just own it. Just be honest. It's the best you can do. Yeah. You know, he just, he just seems like a really normal human being. But later, easy. Uh-huh. PA came, comes to take the luggage away and the bros They're shocked. are shocked. They are so surprised. And I'm sure, because we see, it sucks when this happens, but we've definitely seen how much all the other guys like easy this season. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clear that he's like best friends with all of, yeah. all of the and other dudes. really well respected, yeah. And so, it's gotta suck for them that they're like, they can't they even, can't say, even goodbye say goodbye to, to their yeah. friends. Yeah. And it's like, we know that the leads and stuff don't get the phone numbers of their fiance until they get home. Right, so these guys probably don't like, have it either. They're not gonna have it either. They're gonna have to do... Well, it'll all work out later, but... Yeah, but... but yeah, it's gotta be sad, for, especially because they're all counting on him coming back. They're yeah. all really positive that he's going to, you know, get the yeah. rose. <sighs> Easy in the car on the way home, you know, says, yeah, I thought she'd be the love of my life. And I, you know, I can't remember a time I've ever been this disappointed. Mm-hmm. Next morning, the bros are having breakfast with no shirts, which was like their It looked, this next morning felt very paradise to me. Yes. Like, with the angles Because they, the no they had no shirts on. They had no eating. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, I was like, oh, man. Because in paradise, people do actually eat. On The Bachelor, they don't usually eat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they all had their shirts off. Yeah, it totally felt like, you know, the beach scene would be the next scene. <laughs> But um, they're all shocked that Easy left. Um, Tasha in an ITM says, Tonight's the rose ceremony. I should be worried about the roses I'm giving out, but instead I'm really worried about Bennett and Noah and their stupid teenage drama. JoJo shows up to talk to the men, and she basically says, you know, Tasha doesn't know what to think about Noah and Blake, so you're going to have... No, not Noah, but Noah and Bennett. That's what, I'm sorry. Thank you. Noah and Bennett, so you're going to have a two-on-one. And they do. Yep. Sort of. It's not exactly a two-on-one. But yeah, it's, it's a it's lot like... for their it's cocktail like, party. It's like when Peter had his, quote, two-on-one with Tammy and Michaela, I think their names were. Yeah. Where it's not an actual two-on-one where they go somewhere. They just kind of convene before the actual cocktail party to have a pre-cocktail party. Which is party. a bummer because my favorite two-on-ones are the ones where they just abandon them in the middle of the <laughs> Leave him like, in the wilderness. My favorite two-on-one like ever will be no, no, not even Chad. My favorite one ever was on Ben's season, and it was Olivia. Um, and 
it's him and Olivia and some other person. I forget who it is. They go to an island. So they have to all take a helicopter oh. to the island. And they're doing their two-on-one date. And he doesn't pick Olivia. So she, they, him and the girl he does pick get back on the helicopter and fly away. And then Olivia's just standing there on the island just watching this helicopter fly away. And that's like that sounds like Ashley Eyes also was kind of like that. It was so and funny. And Chad got left behind. Chad and got left behind, but it was like in the woods behind yeah. their cabin. So he was able to make it back really easily. And just trivia, that where that two-on-one date happened is where Matt James's season is filming. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, okay. in place in Pennsylvania. So it's going to be woodsy and folly and autumny and stuff. Okay. Oh, that'll be pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, anywho, but yeah, so, Spennett and Noah get dressed for their date, uh, um, Noah they, feels confident, um, you know, he says he feels confident, but there's no room for error because Bennett is smart and is crafty. And as soon as he says smart and crafty, it shows Bennett wrapping a gift. Right. You're like, ooh, what's he doing? What's he doing? Ed observes, Ed's still here, by the way. Ed observes in an ITM, Bennett is dismissive. Yes, he's dismissive. He's condescending. And he will, on this date, he will hugely diss Noah, but it will be insulting and hilarious. (laughs) A battle royale. (laughs) So Riley says in an ITM, you know, Bennett seemed confident. You know, I think he's got something up his sleeve. Whatever it is, he'll go out guns blazing. And that's when they show Bennett wrapping that gift. Oh, is that when they show it? (laughs) And I call it soap opera style. So it's not wrapped like a normal gift. It has the lid that's wrapped. The the bottom of the box is wrapped and the lid is wrapped. So you just open it. Mm -hmm. And my friend Karen gave me a gift like that once. And we all laughed because it was soap opera style. Anyway. (laughs) um, So the two, Noah and... Bennett sit together before Tasha gets there. He's like, hey, man, I got you something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's weird because they sit down and start talking, and then Bennett gets up to go get the gift. So it's very seems very producer-manipulated to me. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, that's for me? And he's like, yeah, it's for you. I just wanted to, you know, give you a peace offering. Like, this is, like, this is, I really just wanted to do something nice for you. I didn't realized that we had beef going on until Tasha pointed it out the other evening and that was never my intention yada yada mm-hmm. that's what you said this is I've been a peacemaker all my life um, and I don't want there to be bad blood well he says to the camera when Noah goes back to Oklahoma I don't want there to be bad blood between us <laughs> um so Noah says this is a war gift and Bennett says it's a gentlemanly gift mm-hmm. Bennett decides he will open the gift and explain each component of it so the first well, but, but first, he's like, would you like to open it? Yeah. He's like, so that's how gifts usually work. So would you like to do it? And then Noah's like, no, you can do it. Yeah. That's, it was all really awkward and weird. Yeah. So the first gift is a, quote, friendship gift. It's a red bandana. And Bennett says, this is a reflection of our first conversation we had when we talked about the ranch you grew up on. It's red because I'm hoping there will be no bad blood between us. Mm-hmm. And next he brings out mustache socks. He says, don't worry, they've been washed. I wore them a couple of nights ago, but they've been washed. Yeah, he's like, this is just for a reminder. 
Like, another friendly gift, but a, just a reminder that the only place mustaches should be is on socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was funny. I and did I too. I would hope that Noah would think it's funny he too. Ben says, I hope that we'll, this will be a good memory for you and a reminder that the only place you should wear a mustache is on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> and Ariel and I are watching this and we're like, oh man. But truly, at least to this point, it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad, right? It's, it seemed like he was genuinely trying try- to I mean, yes, be he- a good, like, try to maybe try to make friends right. a little bit. He's, is Bennett com- really socially awkward and just naturally condescending? Yes. But was this gift meant to be what? I don't even know. I don't even know how to characterize what this gift is meant to be. I'm not going to. I think it was meant to be exactly what he said it was going to be. Right. I don't think he meant it in a, a negative way at all. Um, I do think he might have been manipulated by the producers, though. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that his core soul is bad. I think mm-hmm. he's a good dude, and he's just in this weird situation, and his personality lends itself to this kind of condescending thing. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I don't think that makes him bad at mm-hmm. all. I, I still like Bennett. Oh, that was I like him all right, but it's a little bit hard right now. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking that I, I won't like him this week and next week, but once he's on Paradise eventually, exactly. I'm going to like him again, I think. I believe that's how I think, too. Um, so he has one more gift. There's, the last one is more serious. <laughs> and it is says. a... Emotional intelligence book. A book on emotional intelligence, which gives me like PTSD to the Taylor yeah. and Corinne on next season. <laughs> which I didn't two see. On one. It's so famous. That yeah. I know. <laughs> it's like, oof. Well, Bennett says there are four components to emotional intelligence one, self awareness, two, self management, three, social awareness, four, relationship management. I think you are deficient in three of the four. Your self-management skills are your best. <laughs> and ben, and Noah's like, wait. he's shifting in his chair and he's like, okay, wait, I'll let you go on with this if you let me respond. You know, I'll let you say your piece with your fake gifts. And Ben, it's, it's a real gift. And I think it's very important for you because you don't know, you know, you don't know this stuff coming out of the womb. You have to learn it. When I was your age, I was not emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, credit to him. He's being right. like, this is normal not to feel. Because Noah is pretty young. And I don't think that just because someone's young means that they're not necessarily, like, unready. However, if they're young and mature, then I'm like, mm-hmm, I don't know about that. Like, Because like you said earlier, like, he and... Damar are like the same age. Yeah, and right. Damar is so much much more. And mature I never would have guessed that. Right. <laughs> like I think Damar is like twenty six, and I think and Noah's twenty five. I believe. Yeah, never would have guessed that. Yeah, same. Noah's. Sorry, it just occurred to me that Noah's like a year older than me, and he's like an idiot. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't. No. Date him. No, right? He's an or, idiot. At least you'd think twice. <laughs> so, you know, um, Bennett says, every time you talk to Tasha, you talk about other things and other people. I have never, ever talked about another man in this house during my one-on-one conversations with, with Tasha. These are tools every woman wants for her husband to have. 
I'm not trying to belittle I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm literally trying to love you up. And I believe that he really thinks this. I don't think that he, this is fake at all. No, I it, think that he maybe was I agree manipulated a little yeah, bit by the producers. However, I do think that he genuinely thinks he's being helpful. helpful. Yeah. Me too. Noah says, "Dude, I've been 100% myself this whole time." And Bennett says, "Oh, I, yeah, of course, yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, and ben, Noah says, you made assumptions about me just because I'm 25 and I'm not a Harvard graduate. And, um, like you, blah, blah, blah. Bennett says, you know, I'm fully aware of who I am as a person. So go ahead, change nothing and see how that works for you. And Noah says, you know, well, I guess I'm going to find out. I, I guess we're going to find out tonight, you know. Mm-hmm. And Noah says, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt with your gift, but I think it's just another smug way to say what you really want to say. Bennett says, he repeats his, there is 0% chance that you will walk away with Tasha." Noah says, if you say that in front of Tasha, she will send you home. Bennett says, okay, if that's what you want me to do, I'll say it. Which is great. Noah's great. Yeah, say that. So Tasha walks in at this point. She greets both of them with a little hug. Um, she looks already just so over it. She's so frustrated with the pettiness, she says. And this is the cool dress with the boob. Like, it's oh, the, it's a beautiful yeah, dress. It's like the, the, it's one the shoulder. gown and it's one shoulder, but right. it's sheer and on there's, Yeah, there's some rousing, rousing, whatever that's called when it's gathered. So mm-hmm. the sheer stuff's gathered and then there's like silk underneath or whatever. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And her boobs look great in it. All right, so she's like, and she's like saying, you know, I want to get to the bottom of this. Noah's like, you know, Noah says, well, Bennett said there is 100% chance Tasha won't be with me. Bennett says, no, I said zero, makes hand gesture, percent <laughs> chance. <laughs> Which cracked me up. <laughs> Noah says, you said I was a 14-year-old. Bennett says, No. I said, arguing with you is like arguing with a 14-year-old. He said, arguing with you is like what it would be like you arguing with a 14-year-old because that would be the 11-year age difference that you and a 14-year-old would have like you and I have, right? (laughs) And so Bennett is very calm and collected. He's like, no, this is what I said. No, and I stand by that statement. (laughs) And they're doing this, and Tasha's like, she's like, you guys are acting like you're like – Teenage, boy, teenage drama. boy drama, and I don't want this. Is this what you guys act like all the time? Yeah, like is this, this is what goes on between you two. This is ridiculous. It <sighs> is ridiculous. And then she says, "This I this I didn't like." She turns to Bennett and says, "You realize you're questioning my integrity." And I was like, "And here's where I think that's coming from." Is I think the reason why she's saying that to him is because. Noah is the one that planted that idea in her mind. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Noah is the one that was like, oh, some of the guys here are questioning your integrity. And now he's channeling it into Bennett. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Bennett's dumbfounded. He's like, what? No. No, yeah. not at all. And, oh, that's. Oh. And that's why I think she turns to him instead of Noah with that. And that makes sense. Then she notices the box on the table. And she's like, what's that? And then it says, to be continued. Says, what's in the box? That's important because yeah. that's a reference to an important film called Seven. Uh-oh. Do you know that film? No. You don't want to see it. It'll scare the pants off you. But at the end, Brad Pitt says, what's in the box? And 
they're making a little funny play on that. I don't know if she's making a funny play on that on purpose. She's not, I don't think. But um, was the angle they had the camera at and stuff? No. In his preview of the season, when Chris Harrison introduced the guys, he made a funny about what's in the box. And so did Lauren Zima on her recap. Mm. So um, so she says, what's in the box? And then the, the thing ends, the episode ends with Bennett saying, um, I... To be continued. <laughs> I think Bennett's going home. Uh, I think they should both go home, but I, I think that Noah was going to go home until the gift thing. And now I think Bennett's Maybe, going yeah. to go home. But that's a very good observation. I think you're right. I think he's manip- Noah's manipulated Tasha into thinking, to not understanding Bennett. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to pick either of them. To me. He's, she's not going to pick Noah. No, she's not going to pick either one of them. But um, the preview... Is super dramatic. Did oh. I? Did I? I don't remember watching the preview. You didn't wrote, talk about this. It's time for tears now. Is what I wrote. Everybody's <laughs> everybody's crying and upset, and there's pandemonium. I and love dogs and cats living together, and uh. <laughs> and then the post credits here, the credit scene where they is about like you said about Zach and Tasha on the Ferris wheel and how terrified she is. Mm-hmm. she's like she's terrified of the Ferris I'm scared aren't you and he's like no it's like but and there's like a tinkling noise and she's like what was that and Zach looks around it was a screw or something it was a screw or something Zach it was a screw or something and he looks around again he's like oh crap it was my rose my rose fell off <laughs> he's like rose down rose. she broke up with me every <laughs> So that was funny. But wasn't she like, she was the daredevil person on Colton season. She did yeah. the jumping from a the plane jumping, and the yeah. bungee dra- And so, I don't know. I'm scared of Ferris yeah, her too. Yeah, her and Colton's entire relationship was just based in like shared, like in trauma bonding. Trauma, trauma Basically bonding. Yeah. like doing these traumatic date yeah. experiences and just bonding Well, along it. with them both being beautiful people, you know. I really don't think Colton's that attractive i think he's a little bit too orange <laughs> he's he's just the, the fake tan i just can't i can't well, stand it i it just doesn't look great i don't care what you know gender preference i am or how old i am or what i look like if i'm gonna she's a trash she's a beautiful woman you know you, Tasha. yeah you just can't not oh yeah be, no oh. Tasha is <gasps> Tasha's. Yeah. I'm saying I don't think Colton is. Tasha obviously yeah. is a beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, Col- Colton is a acquired. I guess he's. You know, some people will look at him and go, "Ooh la la." Other people will look at him and go, oh. "And old ladies like me will look at him and go, oh, he's just a boy." <laughs> so he's a boy who stalks people. Yeah, <laughs> that is problematic. Um, but yeah, so that is this episode. episode. So there's 10 guys. No, I don't know how many guys there are left. I, there were 12 guys at the beginning and she sent easy home. So now there's 11 and Zach has a, so there'll be 10 by the time they have the rose ceremony. Yeah. 10. Yeah. Because they're sending one of these two home. So at least a couple guys are going to go home. Yeah. At the beginning of next episode. And, and, Bennett or Noah or both will go home. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I didn't mean to yawn. Um, but yeah. So I That's think. the episode. How many more weeks? So 
let's say at the end of next like episode, we have eight guys left. Oh, wow. They might, they have to get rid of them faster than that because we got to get hometowns is four and we we're probably going to have, maybe they'll get down to six guys after this episode and then one episode to get rid of two of them and then hometowns. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they're going to do the timing of it all. I just know that there's like three weeks left. We so know we'll we've see. seen Tasha's dad, so he'll show up. They'll skip tell all, so they won't have a tell all. Right. At least not anytime. Yeah, probably not. And then they might, I read somewhere that they might incorporate the tell all in with Matt James's tell all, so bring the women and the men. I don't know. That seems weird. That though. seems like it'll be very messy. Yeah. So I don't know if I buy that. Um, also, I think these guys are too broy. There's not enough drama going on yeah. aside from the Noah yeah. Nick stuff. And I don't think they'll have the one guy, the guy with the kid back. I think that'll be. Oh, yeah. I think he's done. He's yeah, never he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I, so I we talked last week about we think Ivan will be a hometown because Bachelor, Bachelor fan take guy sleuthed out the brother's tattoo. Yeah. And I get that, that, that there's oh, he, sleuthing and it's not really spoilers, but it's a little bit spoilery. Oh, okay. So you want me to tell the other thing he sleuthed out? No. Okay. He just flipped out one more guy. But. Um, but yeah, that is the whole show. Thank you guys for listening. Woo! Go ahead and rate and review and subscribe if Please, you want to. Thank you. Share us with your mothers, your daughters, your whoever's. Um, we appreciate you guys and thank you so much for listening. If you want, you can follow us on the gram, the Instagram, uh, at Rosette's podcast. And you can email us if you want at Rosette's podcast. Uh, what is it? Rosette's podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. We're super excited to talk to you again. This has been a really fun season. I'm really enjoying it. Oh yeah. I'm so happy. I'm not spoiled. These are the best guys. The absolute best guys, I think, that the show's <laughs> maybe ever had. Who like? Like a group of guys. There are some individual guys that are just S tier, like Wells Adams. Yeah. Miss, or, Mr. Sarah Highland. Right. Or Wills. Or Wills. Love him from, you know, Becca's Becca. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think JoJo said either on the episode or on social media somewhere, this is the best group of guys since her season. I'm like, I think they're better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, had, she had Chad. That <laughs> makes all the other guys. Doesn't matter. However, her season was the one that had Wells. Yeah. So. And a couple other good guys. Like Kenny, yeah. I think, was on her season. Uh, no, Kenny was. Oh, it was on Rachel's season. Rachel's season. Yeah. Rachel uh, had a few JoJo, JoJo had um, Wells and Derek and um, all the – she had Robbie. <laughs> Robbie, freaking Robbie. Um, Chase, uh, that guy that ended up singing a song about how much he is in love with Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. I liked him on that season, but man, it's like a really career gone name. downhill. It's like Joe Smith or something. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it's a really solid group of guys. But I this, I think, of, I like all these guys better than most oh, yeah. of the people. Like on I'm, I'm season. I mean, I watched part of Jojo's season. I I watched Rachel's season afterwards, but I've only been watching in real time since Becca. So Be- Becca's guys. And Hannah Lecter's guys, 
these guys are way better than either of those guys. Yeah, I, although I loved Hannah's season. Hannah, oh, yeah, it was awesome. Hannah's season was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And she had a couple great guys. I mean, yeah. you know, a couple, a couple. She had a few, she had a few really, really solid dudes. And then she had a bunch of really, really, yeah. really she solid dudes. Luke dude. and Garrett. And, and <laughs> honestly, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> he was okay on the season. And then now I'm like, oh gosh, how gross. I still think that she should have picked him. But he's happy with Kelly, and that's great. I'm, I, you know, it works for them, so mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah. But thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week.